Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. To the Wicked Anime Podcast this is episode 59, and it is the first episode of Con Month. Woo! Yes. Anime Boston at the end of the month, folks. We have a huge cast today, and it is my job to introduce them all. I am Jonathan, the stupid awesome analyst, and with me, of course, is my Boston bro, Andrew, the hard man with harder opinions. Hello. And also the anime noob, Christine. Hello. On the other side yeah, of the mic. Slash PR person. Yeah, slash PR person. <laughs> uh, on the other side of the mic, we have the uncommon writer, Sean. Hello. The fangirl, Victoria. Hi. And also joining us is King Baby Duck Evan of Boston Bastard Brigade. Greetings. Woohoo! Hey, I just yeah. want to say I'm so happy that the fangirl thing stuck. <laughs> well, she I didn't like, like Lovebird. Oh, I, I know she Love hated Bird. it. I hated Lovebird so much. And, and that's why we loved it so yeah, much. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know why she hated Lovebird. It wasn't that bad or anything like that. I want to be called the Lovebird. <laughs> anyway, um, Dylan Senpai is not here. Ha! We stuck with it for at least yeah. two episodes. Because <laughs> he can't interject. Can that makes it canon. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> so, uh, for those of, the, you, those of you who might be joining us for Con Month, if this is your first time, we do Con Month every year uh, um, the for at least three episodes before Anime Boston. Actually, the last episode is usually after Anime Boston as well. Oh, and, and for your Florida listeners, it's for the month before Megacon. Just That's so right. Know. Yeah, that is correct. Go. And uh, so this episode, we are talking con guests. Yes. And it doesn't have to do, it doesn't necessarily have to do with Anime Boston. It's just con guests in general. That's what Con Month is all about, just cons in general. But, it, but Anime Boston gets us in the spirit. Right. So we are looking forward to talking about our good and bad guest experiences, some of our favorite guests. Oh, no. <laughs> but of course, first we need to get to all of that. First, we need to ring the news bell. News. All right, that's awesome. We have a light news section today. We do. It's, it's actually really short. I don't have any strange news or gaming news. I mean, if anybody has anything. That I have we... gaming news. I played Monster Hunter. Yeah, okay. Well, that's... <laughs> did it, did... That doesn't count. It does count. Monster Hunter 4 is awesome. Uh, review of Monster Hunter 4, A+. Good job. Best yeah, Monster yeah. Hunter ever since 3. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's true. You need to be stopped. <laughs> I feel like I always hear him talking about Monster Hunter. And that's but I'm not lying. See, I'm this isn't saying, actually the podcast. Like it's actually an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hence why we made the Andrew reference in our, mu- in our Christmas play. Kung Fu Christmas. That's right. Yeah. Thunder- Thundercats, Cyberpunk, Monster Hunter. 
Andrew. <laughs> that is the Andrew equation. Oh, cat girls. I was yeah, saying cat you girls. Forgot right, cat girls yeah, like apparently everybody's sticking that to me, so that's fine. <laughs> huh, wonder okay. why. I won't deny Dude, it. Dude, I've literally seen you play a cat girl in a D&D campaign. Don't even start. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not a cat girl. I was a Thundercat. It's like totally different. You were well, a cat no, girl. You, you, in Besom, but, you were uh, a cat girl. You were it was, a cat it was girl. A male, it was a male character. No, Besom. Oh, Besom, oh, Besom you Besom, played I, a cat girl. I was. Yeah, so. a cat girl. Well, Sean said D&D, so... Well, I was still think. I thought it was a girl. <laughs> Anyways, okay. What is life? Media. Uh, so first up in media news, uh, we've been talking about this movie as it's been developing more and more. Well, we got some a perspective from the fans on the live-action Ghost in the Shell movie. Uh, DreamWorks is being petitioned by fans to replace Scarlett Johansson. They shouldn't. Well... No, they shouldn't. Okay, so we've had... Well, they should well, we've had a, a many a discussion about this movie before. Our you, side is that Scarlett Johansson is not really a good fit for any movie that she's been in. Um, okay. And, I mean, so clearly you want this to Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yes, we haven't had uh, the best run of Scarlett Johansson in movies for us, personally. Um, people are saying that Major Kusanagi should be Japanese because she's Japanese. Except uh, she's not. Well, I know she's a cyborg. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's a cyborg, which she can look however she chooses because she's wearing a shell. Yes, fair point. Yes. Uh, yes. But her last name is Kusanagi, which is clearly her brain is Japanese. The rest of her is literally man-made. Yeah, I know exactly. That's what we're saying. Her, <laughs> her shell Come can on. be whatever it wants. She could have a Japanese father and an American mother. It Except she it. doesn't. We know she doesn't. <laughs> we we don't know who her parents are actually. Actually, I don't think... There you go! They can put that in there! Yeah, well, she has purple hair, so... Oh, I get to talk about Arise, don't I? Because it's relevant. Yeah, yeah, you can, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, But, so so people are saying that... um, Oh, shoot, I forget her name. The the actress who played Mako from... Riku Kikuchi. Riku Kikuchi, thank you. They think that she is the perfect fit to play Major Kusanagi. However... As much as I like her, uh, I don't think she's old enough for I, the role of... I agree. Also, no, she isn't. No, she... she no. Oh, my God, no. Then okay. again, then again, the Major was it portrayed as, what, like a six-year-old girl in the second Ghost in the Shell movie? No, at the end of the first one. Right. Yeah. Well, I thought throughout the entirety of the second... Okay, so... So I, I kind of want to like counter argue here since you Go guys ahead. have been singing your propaganda without me <laughs> stopping. <laughs> um, I, I think Scarlett Johansson was a wonderful cast, and you have to look at it in the fact that in the end, if we want to see this movie, it has to make money. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So that said, I feel that Scarlett Johansson, who is infinitely marketable, uh, is a wonderful actress. And if you don't believe me, please go see Captain America two again. No. Or I'll make you. <laughs> Black Widow's a terrible character. Black Widow's a terrible character. I sorry. love Black Widow, so shut up. I disagree. I thought she was absolutely wonderful and well written in the second mm-hmm. Captain America movie. I like Ignore her. A lot her... That one. Yeah, she, it was it was a really really well done role. Not to mention Scarlett Johansson can act and she can actually do subtle really well. You need to look at a lot of her earlier indie stuff before she made it really big in Hollywood. Um, I haven't seen Lucy, so I actually won't say anything one way or another about that movie. But let's be honest. She's hot. She can do action. Uh. And she can do robotic. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay. so that's that's a fair point. And you are absolutely right. That's, so far, Scarlett Johansson is actually the only big name 
attach this picture in its entirety. What I just I... don't want to see like Kate Beckinsale attached to it. I would literally, <laughs> I would shoot myself. What if I, <laughs> what if I told you that um, I would prefer not to see a Ghost in the Shell movie instead? Like I would prefer that they did not make one. No, it's it's gonna happen. I know it's, it's gonna, gonna happen, but like I just feel like. It, Hollywood really has no sense in making a, a Ghost in the Shell movie at all. I, I again disagree there too, just because of all of the anime that I watch. Ghost in the Shell oftentimes has some of the more Western sensibilities. That's why I was more excited about them making a Cowboy Bebop movie with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, uh, yeah. DreamWorks should have just gave all of their money and partnered with Keanu Reeves to make the Cowboy Bebop movie. Because I mean, have you seen John Wick? Yeah, I, oh. are you kidding? So, <laughs> so I, good. I, yes, that movie was amazing. So good. Oh my gosh. That was my birthday present this year, and it was literally my favorite thing. <laughs> that was our bought it yesterday yeah. on DVD, on Blu-ray and DVD. Thing. I got I got to see it in IMAX, and it was wonderful. Oh, wow. Such a good movie. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we went to a Brazilian steakhouse, and then I got to see that in IMAX, so I think I win. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is true. Okay, so the debate is still up for... Uh, clearly, there's two clear-cut sides Which is for good. That's a DreamWorks. Good. <laughs> yeah. And I'd, I'd like to hear some, some more fan feedback. We actually have gotten a lot of fan feedback for this, and if you still have something that you haven't said, uh, if you think we're wrong, please, please email us about please that. Please tell them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, and Sean, we owe you a, a fight, a brawl, next time we, we meet, then. Are you guys just wanting to go to the hospital? I mean... I'll be your tag team partner. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to need four people at least to take Sean down, I think. <laughs> uh, okay. Evan, you don't know. <laughs> it does come down to that, I suppose. Uh. <laughs> All right, so next up in media news, uh, check out this story. Uh, I, I don't know how many of you guys saw Little Witch Academia from Studio Trigger. It is the most amazing animation I love ever. that one. Good, okay, Victoria, you did see it. And, um, I, Wait, they, Studio Trigger did that one? Yes. yes. Oh, damn it, now I have to go watch it. Yeah, it is <laughs> yeah. just unbelievable. It's some of the best animation I have ever seen. And um, did you guys see that little short they put out with the yes. the power station? Yeah, power station. Yeah, we talked we talked about that last episode because one of our fans sent it over to us. Dude, that yeah. thing was baller. Yeah, it was awesome. did, like it was it was great. It was a great concept film. Like that's because that's what it was. It was a concept film, and it was perfect. It was so beautiful. And of yeah. course, you've seen the uh, the opening animation they did for the past season of Black Dynamite, correct? Uh, no. I think so. Really. Um, yeah, well, hey, check it out. If I can find it, I'll put a video in the description for you. So, so they, they, anyways, the point that I'm getting to is that they have finally announced that they, the second one that is a Kickstarter project, uh, has a name, a title, and a, and a premise. And they also announced that there is going to be uh, a theater release of it in Japan, not in America yet. Aww. Oh, Whoa. but I would. Be, I'm already getting a digital download of episode two. And yeah. I would still pay money to go see it in theaters if it came to America. Definitely. Yeah, Studio Definitely. Trigger, if if you're listening, do it. Make it happen. Please. <laughs> Here at Wicked I, Anime. At the very least, have it be shown at like the Bradley Theater. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and, that would be wonderful. And I, I think everybody should know, you know, here at Wicked Anime, we are very, very, very big Studio Trigger supporters. We lo- Studio, Wicked Anime loves Studio Trigger, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, and so so their Kickstarter project is is coming through to fruition, and I cannot wait to see it. It's it's going to be one of their best projects. I mean, everything that they've put out so far is good. It's Infernal Kapu. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so next up in media news, 
there was an announcement by the AKB48 group, uh, or their PR, you know, all that stuff, that their one millionth AKB48 ticket holder for their studio will be awarded with a lifetime pass to their concerts. Oh, God, that's going to go down so horribly. Yeah, check it out. Okay, so check it out. The way that AKB48 concerts work, because they have such a small venue in the Akihabara district, they they already use a lottery system when people want to go to their shows. So you actually have to buy a ticket and then maybe get one. <laughs> um, no, thank you. Yeah, okay. And so it's going to be a lottery in itself to get this one millionth AKB48 ticket holder lifetime pass. And people are going to go insane. They already go insane. Okay, listen to this side story that people I have People are going right to kill each other. Um, yep. There was another... Remember that huge saga that we had a little while back where we just had weeks upon weeks upon weeks where there was, okay, this idol was just attacked by a crazy fan. Okay, this idol was just attacked by a crazy fan. Well, we have another one. Um, two AKB48 members actually have been put out of commission because at a handshake event. The last handshake event that they had, somebody came in with a knife and ended up fracturing a uh, thumb of one of the uh, singers and then also broke a pinky of another AKB48 member and then also had This is the one, one that just happened back in May, correct? Uh, I, I think this one happened just... I, I saw the news story on... Anime News Network, uh, February 10th. Are you sure he had a knife and just didn't, like, go in and crush their hands with the handshake? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, one hands. of them has lacerations on the head, and then a staff member also has uh, lacerations on uh, Yeah, this hands. happened last oh. year. This <laughs> happened a while ago. Did it? I, yeah, because I, I talked how... about it on my podcast show back in May. Wow, that was a really long time ago, then. I don't know why, why it's coming so it's up. it's not then. really news. It's now <laughs> history. <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't everything we talk about on Wicked Anime History seeing that's like two weeks old? <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. May twenty fifth is when it happened. So, um, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what stories come out of this uh, ticket, this lifetime pass thing. Yeah, it's crazy not things that people are gonna people are gonna be spending hundreds of millions of yen on on tickets to try to get this thing. So, last up in media news, this one's kind of strange. I got some media news. You got some media news. Okay, I'll, say, I'll hold off on my story, because it's kind of strange. Uh, okay, well, this one's not really that big, but um, there is, it has been an announcement that Akame Got Kill is getting an international release now. Of, of the manga. The manga for Akame Got Kill is getting an international release. That's good. The first volume is already out. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, I'm looking to see which company is actually releasing it. I mean, it's probably one of the three, you know, Oni Press... Funimation or uh, Yen Press. Yen yeah, Press. Yen. There you go. <laughs> That's now. Go climactic. Okay, so last piece of media news. This one is kind of strange. Have you guys seen the new cosplay uh, piece that has come out for the ladies? It is a pair of perfect breasts that you can buy for for perfect breast costume pieces. What? It it, it is I... literally a breastplate. It's a chess piece that is like you, you know how you have scantily clad characters that come quite often in anime. Yeah, sure, okay. Uh, well, now you can buy a chess piece for them that allows you to have those almost nude costumes that they wear, but you're not exposing yourself in any way. I think it's a brilliant idea because there's way too many people out there already who achieve these costumes and they probably shouldn't be in public. <laughs> not to say that they that they shouldn't be in public in the sense that they don't look good enough to not be wearing this, just that I don't really feel like it's a comfortable thing for them to be 
dressing so scantily clad. That's just a personal opinion. They made the costume. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's true. And, and good. And good on them for. Well, I mean, I'm hey, being perfectly honest. They kind of knew what they were getting into, getting into or out of it. <laughs> I, I suppose, but I I think that that this is a, a good new piece because you know they they all they've had the you know people who do barefoot costumes. They have like socks that you can wear that make it look like you're barefoot. Um, well, now you can be bare chest. <laughs> and that is it for media news. Uh, so Isn't that it for all news? That is it for all news. I have no strange news, and that's just the strangest news of all. It, it, it was just a really, really slow couple of weeks for news. I, I don't know why. I just, that's fine. We can Maybe get to our topic. Maybe they got stuck in the snow. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> we got snuck. It was stuck in the snow. Very bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that this is actually a pretty late recording today. I'm really glad that that happened because I ended up having to shovel the driveway again for, like, the fifth time in this week. Uh, <laughs> Mother Nature is being a total bitch to the northeast. That's right. I it's saw just... a satellite map of the northeast today, and it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, we're in, like, the seventh circle of hell right now. <laughs> really? Because I'm in 80-degree weather. Yeah, I know. it's pretty nice out today. Push some of it over <laughs> to us. Just be like, ugh. It was, put, like, 30 put, degrees, though, a couple days put ago. Put some of that sunshine in a jar... And, and shine it, it on us when you come back. On. You'll be able to see the snow when you come back, Victoria. It'll, it'll still be here. Still? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. We'll have the snow until July. And unfortunately, this week, guys, we do not have a fetish of the week Bummer. or anything like that. But I did find this fun poll online from a Japanese magazine that I wanted to pick your guys' brains about. So there's a, a fashion magazine called Anikan in Japan. And recently, they polled a thousand Japanese women, asking them, what would they rather? Would they rather have an attractive poor man or a rich, ugly guy? I'd really like to get some feedback and think what you guys think. Christine, I already know your answer. Attractive poor guy. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right? How do you answer that one? I can't do that Uh. now. (laughs) Apparently your answer is already given. Attractive poor guy. That's, I'd rather that's... date a rich, ugly guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather date an attractive poor girl. That wasn't okay. the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were switching genders. Nope, that was never no, part of it. No, no, <laughs> no. No, that's no, not, that's not what we That's not what we discussed. Oh, damn it. Um, fine. I, I guess maybe attractive poor... Attractive... Poor guy, then. Fine. <laughs> so, okay. I don't know what uh, I pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Victoria, we're waiting on you. Well, because I don't, I, I didn't oh, give so an We saw James yesterday, and he does look rather attractive with the long hair, right? right? Yeah, it's now down past his shoulders. I know, his poor. hair is longer than mine, you guys. He looks like Thor. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what James is relevant. He's on the podcast yeah, from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember, he's in the opening sequence of the sh- of the show. <laughs> okay, um, I, I, well, I, I would go with attractive poor guy. Well, okay, so it turns out that all you guys have a very very different view than Japanese women because it, the the poll wasn't even close. Seriously, seventy five point five percent of women said that they would rather date an ugly rich man. Wait, did Sean give his opinion? Sean yes, was the he first did. one to answer. Any, yeah, anyway, so so 75.5% of, of Japanese women say that they would rather have an ugly rich dude and then they would I, go behind the ugly rich dude. I can tell you why. 
like the caliber of ugly. Like like immensely ugly. Like like it's like like Quasimodo ugly. ugly. Like as ugly as you get. Like Elephant Man ugly. Like a uh, guy. That's like what's sad. his name? Um, guy Pierce was in Prometheus. Guy <laughs> Pierce in Prometheus. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> So, so this is why, though, is because Japanese women have realized the same thing that I have, which is money doesn't buy happiness, but it does buy the things that make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay, so... Do uh, we know? Please elaborate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't really. I can go deeper. We can go deeper. How just how deep does this rabbit hole go? Stop! Just stop. Okay. So. I'll give you ten thousand yen to wash my folds, lady. Oh. Stop! stop. Uh, everybody Don't has lie. a price. <laughs> would you so you you'd be in on that action then sean if if somebody came up to you and was like hey, i'll give you ten thousand yen to wash my folds you would i'd walk away what's that like 10 bucks it's a hundred <laughs> it's like a hundred bucks sean, for a hundred bucks yes yeah really? i'd do it for the yes. hundred. Oh yeah 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 you're right you're right yeah okay really you gotta add another zero for that one for me a hundred thousand yen is a thousand bucks see that's my point though is everybody has a price so yeah, and I understand what they did because I mean we we saw it here in America with Anna, Anna Nicole Smith where she where she married that that hundred year old dude rich dude so that actually I think he married her and was just like so yeah but even still she was in on <laughs> no, it no but that's what I mean too like, like, just win, like win he gets Anna Nicole Smith and she gets money no 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 he did not win with Anna Nicole Smith I'm sorry that's no. what I'm saying nobody Great wins job with, with the Anna topic Nicole guys I yeah that was <laughs> are we gonna move on to what we're fault. watching. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, uh, well, we're gonna do the toy shell first. Well, you guys uh, added a new segment while it's gone. We, yes. Well, okay. So remember that time that we asked you, "Hey, do you want to make a new segment for, for the show and be on it?" And you're like, "Hey, I don't want to be on it." Yeah. Uh, well, that it was that episode, and now we have like four new segments that that we do every once in a while, oh, okay. including sentimental anime, which you're gonna have a blast with. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Last time they just made fun of me and my strawberry allergy. That's right, you did. No, but it was, but it was with strong men though. Yeah, you at least got a muscle man out of it. So, so okay, so there's Victoria right there. Yeah. So as long as a muscle man will pick her strawberries, she she oh, will marry him. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. Re- regardless of how much money he makes as a muscle man. I hate you guys. But you're laughing. Okay. You and your stupid things. Okay. So new on the toy shelf. Here's the toy shelf. For pre-orders, we have a figure who is created by Bandai that is a stormtrooper, but it is a samurai stormtrooper. They have a whole series of that, don't they? Yes, because I was about to say, they also have, right here, the Darth Vader samurai. Who I looks need like this... you to do one thing for me right now. <laughs> yes. Link me. We have the newest Kotobukiya uh, figurine, which is Jubilee from X-Men. And uh, if you don't know, Kotobukiya makes really, really great Bishoujo figurines. Where... Incorrect anatomy everywhere. Yes, very incorrect anatomy, but they are very, very well-made, very high-quality figures, and they just make a ton of different comic book characters and pop culture figures. Jubilee is the, is the newest one that they're making, and it looks fantastic. Next up... Shogaku-kan? Shogaku-kan, I guess. Shaka-kan. <laughs> Shir-kan? They are making a new Gurren Lagann action figure. Like, that's kind of weird, like, Gurren Lagann. Yeah, I thought, I thought that became totally irrelevant. Yeah, so it's a new Yoko Littner uh, action figure. Yeah, it looks really cool. Also, uh, you still haven't linked me anything. 
I haven't. I'm I'm in the middle of a segment, dude. <laughs> I'll link it. I'll link it to you right now. So you shut up about it. Yeah. There you go. Happy? God. I'm not. I don't see anything. <laughs> Evan, I'll get it to you later. Oh my lord. <laughs> I would totally drop $110 on these. Right? Like, not even thinking about it. <laughs> to get get to washing those folds, man. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Why? I actually just make real money at work. <laughs> Here, Sean, check this out. We talked about this guy two episodes ago. Uh, this is the Darth Vader Play Arts guy. And finally, for the toy shelf, we have the new Amiibos that are coming out. Uh, of course, every every week there seems to be a new set of Amiibos that are popping in and out. Uh, and now we have Mega Man and Sonic that are being released. Ah, swank. I might think and of Sonic. And they're gone. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, see, I, that's just it. Like, when the Rosalina one came out, I hadn't had my 3DS, my new 3DS yet, so I wanted to get the Rosalina one. But it's a Target exclusive, and it immediately went to, like... Sold out because because yeah every basically all the pre-orders people were waiting in line just for Rosalina and it did sold out. That sucks. Yeah, Amiibos are really popular. They Nintendo has once again found a way to make gold. Yes. Yep. It took them long enough. They were kind of hurting there for a little while. Are we talking about Amiibos? Yes. Yes. Can I tell you the amount of Amiibos that have come into my classroom and have been broken? Oh, please tell. A broken bummer. Kid stepped on it and then he comes to me going like, "Do you have a hot glue gun, Miss Michelson?" <laughs> To fix my amiibos? And you I'm have like, British students? I, was gonna say, I that's pretty, uh, don't! Sorry, <laughs> my Englishness <laughs> came out. <laughs> but Got some classy students in your class. Do you, ah! do you know which amiibos they were? It was Princess Peach and then another one, and the student was so mad at me that I didn't know what it was. <laughs> what it like. I knew who Princess Peach was, but he's like, don't you know who this other amiibo is? What was it? I don't know! Explain it! No! Oh. It looked like a turtle. I don't know. It it's wasn't Koopa. Bowser. 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 It wasn't Bowser. I know who Bowser is. It's not Bowser. Like, it's Bowser. <laughs> Needless to say, I don't like Amiibos. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's the toy shelf. Hey, Sean. Oh, are no. you watching? Are you watching any Western cartoons? Oh, yes. I am watching a couple of Western cartoons. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, no. You asked me. Do I get to talk no, about they, they play a cowboy thing. It's actually a horse? It's whatever. <laughs> it's, it's the intro to Into the West. I hate horses so much. <laughs> well, now you get to listen to him eat hay for 30 seconds. I've All done right, that my entire childhood. They're dumb. I hate Same. horses. Where are you from? Florida. There's horses down there? Are you kidding? Yes, there's our horses. Horse farm. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Alright, what, what are you watching for Into the West? Okay, so Into the West, uh, we're watching Batman the Brave and the Bold. Cool, okay. Yeah, and um, I just finished Ruby. Oh, okay. Because okay. uh, technically western. Ah, it, no, it, it, no, absolutely. Yes. Ruby is one hundred percent western. Um, uh, did you have you guys already spoke about Monty Ohm? Uh, yes. Yeah, we we addressed that last episode. I okay. Think. Yeah. Well, I I so, heard about the him passing, and I was like, oh, I had heard about Ruby and hadn't watched it, so I went and watched it, and now I'm incredibly disappointed because I don't know if there's going to be any more now. Uh, he, from what I heard. He, I could be wrong, but I think so. You see, see, the thing is, um, is he left enough behind or ahead that somebody else can take over. The only problem is it wouldn't be his story, right? You know, like, like unless he finished writing the story and there's just more that he hasn't made yet, it just wouldn't be right. But, uh, but somebody could technically take on his legacy. I mean, I would love to see it. I'm, I'm a fan of the universe for sure. Yeah, 
But uh, but that said, uh, mostly Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Um, I've got Blair hooked on like all of the DC animated stuff lately. Um, yeah. So we went through and watched like all of uh, Young Justice, and and now we're going through Batman: The Brave and the Bold, and so on and so forth. So. So I've been watching Gravity Falls, which I don't know if it's considered. Is that considered anime? That's, it's that's from the West. Western. It's, it's Western. That's, no, that's Western. Oh. They did have the episode about... where he plays the dating sim game. Yeah, Seuss and the Real Girl. <laughs> well, I haven't heard good far things yet. about I Gravity fail. Falls. Talk about Gravity Falls. I like it. And I want to play Dipper. <laughs> you want to play Dipper? Not play. Cosplay. What do you call it? Never mind. You want to cosplay Dipper? No, I don't. I'm fine. Cosplay. Okay. You should <laughs> Move totally on. cosplay. Move on. What are you doing? Talk about it. I really like the storyline. And I like how it's going. I'm only on episode 11. That's, that's so, too far. You're, you're working your way through it. But tell me more about this cosplaying dipper. Like, I have a vest that may be that color, and I also have a shirt that may be that color. And I just, I've been looking into how I can get a hat. If you can find a blue trucker hat, that would be really easy. You just stitch a pine tree on it. Or okay. I don't know how to. Yeah. I'll help you. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> Victoria's so desperate. <laughs> no, I'm just really happy to actually have, like, to get her to do that. Like, I've been watching Steven Universe. That's a oh, good really? show. I like Mainly that. Mainly because I'm I... cosplaying Amethyst to Anime Boston. <laughs> well, I have to paint myself purple, and that's the only part that I'm like, okay, it'll be interesting. <gasps> Are you going to be Seth part two? Are you going <laughs> to like make your hotel room completely purple instead of red like Seth did? Maybe. <laughs> and it looks, like, it looks like you killed Grimace <laughs> like in the bathroom. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Dana's supposed to be helping me. so. Ma'am, do you know the whereabouts of Grimace? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> and that was into the West. <laughs> I'm really surprised right. you guys didn't go with the Chinese variant of that, since there is actually a Chinese fable called Into the West. Yeah, no, that's that. that's Journey to Journey the West. West. Oh, Journey to the West. My B. So it's time to move on to. Uh, what we're watching. Uh, we can start. We uh, actually... Yes, uh, I'll start yeah. with... Uh, well, last night we were able to finally finish the OVA uh, series of Helsing. Yeah. Uh, the Helsing Ultimate series. Finally. <laughs> uh, seeing that... Uh, seeing that uh, Funimation finally released uh, episodes 9 and 10 on DVD. Uh, and it was good. Uh, I mean, I, I already knew how it ended because I had seen the... Uh, or had read the manga a long, long time ago. It was it was weird, though, because uh, OVAs 9 and 10 were the talkiest. Yes, the they were there, was, there was almost zero action in it. I, I still enjoyed Com- it, though. Compared to... There was a lot of action in the last episodes, but compared to the first eight uh, OVAs of Helsing Ultimate, there was like no action whatsoever. Yeah, because it was it was it was winding down. It yeah. was all the conclusion, like the climax already happened. It was all the falling action. That was basically nine and ten. Yeah, but uh, but if you're a Helsing fan, buy it, complete it. It's good. So who else is uh, uh, watching something for what we're watching? Oh, I am. Go for it. Uh, I finished up Knights of Sidonia. How was that? I it's a little bit of a slow burn. But, like, once it gets going, it does a really good job building, like, um, the society within the spaceship. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, the art style kind of threw me at first. But, like, once I finally started paying attention, I, I don't know. I was hooked. And I, I guess yeah. from about episode seven onward, I was, like, actually paying attention to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Knights, Knights is kind of ugly looking. Like, or, I mean, it's that, like, gross 3D. I, I really, it was not appealing to me at all. It turned me off at first, but, like, the animation kept getting better. 
Oh, really? Yeah, like, that's... it got smoother as it went. Yeah, because obviously, for me, that's kind of a big thing. Our Anim- fa- animation our... needs to be good. Our fans have been hounding us to give it a shot. So uh, They did just announce a second season, so you may have hmm. to. It'll be interesting. Where they left off in the first season kind of asked some, some particularly big questions, so... It's uh, it's the story is good, the animation is still distracting, but like the actual, it's a really good high concept science fiction anime, which we haven't seen a lot of in recent years. Yeah, it is very sci-fi, like like very oddly sci-fi. It's good. Like, I, I really liked that about it. It was uh, it it asked some like really cool transhumanist questions. So yeah, um, cool. That and I uh, rewatched Psychopaths because that show was just so amazing. Uh, I still need to jump on Psychopaths. Okay, all right. I don't care that you haven't seen Legend of whatever, but Cora. or Avatar. <laughs> you just do me a, watch freaking Psychopaths, please, dude. I know. Well, Psychopaths is like high on my list because it's so cyberpunk. Like, how have I not seen it? I, it's not even that. It's just like, oh my god, it's such a gut wrenching show. No, I know that, but still, like, the, like initially the cyberpunk thing like got me onto it. Also, it and has a then badass just... intro for the record. Eh, yeah, I guess it does. It really does. So, I mean, Psychopaths is one of the ones that we put in our hardcore anime panel. So, I mean, it's in there, but I haven't seen the whole thing of it. Oh my so god, just... everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean like, oh, that guy just died. I meant like, oh my god, that guy's like giblets. Yeah, he's <laughs> like pudding. I was like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Uh, anyway, so Knights of Sidonia and Psychopaths uh, and Ruby, but that doesn't really count because it's not anime. So yeah, that was Into the West. Yeah. So uh, Victoria, are you are you marathoning anything? Uh, I've been working a lot, but I've been trying to get my roommate to watch some more anime with me, and we are watching a little bit of Romeo X Juliet. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Did no no I, I oh. actually thought did you say more or moe anime? More. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I heard moe. I heard moe. More. Yeah, I heard more. Cuz you don't know the word more. There's one other thing but I haven't watched it yet. Uh apparently my coworkers at Disney also like anime, which I found out recently and one of them told me that there's apparently an Oran High School Host Club live action movie that I didn't know about. Yes, there well, is. Well, why didn't you guys tell me this? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's God! Not like, but one just, of them, that's not our job. Wow, thank you guys. Well, one of my friends <laughs> owns it, and he's going to lend it to me. So I can no kidding. Yeah. Wait, he owns it? Yeah. I didn't know that was he something. He owns to... it? Yes, he owns it. <laughs> What's the he big works deal? He in Disney. He's also straight. <laughs> hey, yeah, we have Warren High School Host Club on DVD. Not the movie, but... We have it on DVD. I wasn't implying anything. I, I wasn't implying anything about anybody. <laughs> no, gender. I know. I I'm just, just saying, like, <laughs> no. I'm just the, the way you were saying it made it sound like that he had pure ownership of the Oron franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well, as the only person here who's actually done a review of Oron High School Host Club, <laughs> yes, <laughs> go watch Sean's review of Oron High School Host Club on Wicked Anime. <laughs> I just I I was a little confused to see people other than girls watching it. Actually, everyone that I've talked to who's watching it at work is a guy. Anyway, Evan, are you watching anything? Real um, quick? There are a couple of things I'm watching. Assassination Classroom, which is really good, very action packed, very funny, and very heartfelt. I was surprised by how much heart there is in this series. Um, Yatterman Knight. I think that show yeah. is going to be one of the most underappreciated series that 
comes out of Japan this year. Uh, are any of you familiar with the whole Yatterman franchise? I, I've only been watching Yatterman Nights. I've seen the first two episodes, and I think it's only okay. You have to really watch the old show to understand why certain things are the way they are in Yatterman Night. I figured once uh, once I learned about Yatterman, I figured that that was like good, like good watching point. this show is questioning like my whole perception of the original Yatterman, whether or not all of that really happened, or if the original Yatterman show is all really just fake stories that are within the Yatterman night that were created to bring up for you know bring about to the people why the Yatterman do what they do. All right. All right. So, everybody, it is time for our Tapagachi. Woo! Get your guest list out because we are going to tell some stories. <laughs> Christine actually legitimately just grabbed a piece of paper. Um, now, okay, so Anime Boston has, has put out quite a good guest list this year, and they just announced their guest of honor, which is one of the producers of Toho, who's put out over 12 Godzilla movies. Uh, and also the suit actor of Godzilla. Of Godzilla. <laughs> That's actually a big deal. Yes, yeah, and it, it awesome. really is. It's so cool. Well, is he the one from the most recent movie? Well, the most recent one was CGI. CGI. Yeah. Not the, yeah, not the American one. No. No, we're talking about the rubber suit. That that smashes cardboard buildings. Right. And I know it's not cardboard. I know it's not cardboard. <laughs> no, it's not cardboard. We just say it, okay? <laughs> now you know what would be great is if they got Kaiju Big Battle involved and had the guy who plays Godzilla fight someone like Kung Fu Chicken oh, Noodle. Oh my gosh, that would be so awesome. That would be awesome. Take down Doctor Cube. Oh my god, that would, <laughs> it would be the epic like series finale for Kaiju if Godzilla came in. I don't know. I guess we're going to be talking about good, bad con stories as far as guests go. Um, guests that we were most excited to see. Uh, what made us the happiest? What, what we were so disappointed about? Oh, I certainly know which one. Yeah, made we have some disappointing stories. I have a good story. I have mostly happy and one embarrassing one. We have mostly happy as well, uh, but there is one in particular that is quite disappointing. You want to lead with that one? Sure. <laughs> Sunny Strait, voice of Krillin, uh, Hughes from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, Hughes from Full Metal Alchemist. Not that nice of a guy. Yeah, he, uh, was, he was kind of a douche to us. Yeah, he was kind of a douche to us when we were talking to him and interviewing him. And he's very, very uh, on his high horse. Um, he's very, very much a gr- uh, holier than that. That's what he was giving us. Like that was every and like he, he would talk to different people around the convention. Like we would see him around the convention. We would see him talking to people. And he would just give them attitude. Like, he gave everybody attitude. It was just not a fun time. I mean, he, he does great work. Like, Krillin is cool. Hughes is cool. He was actually just announced as Koro-sensei for yeah. Assassination Classroom. Yeah, yeah, and I heard a clip of that. He sounds pretty good in it. Yeah, and uh, but Sunny Strait as a guy is... I don't know. It was just so disappointing. I wouldn't interview him again. Yeah, I, I would not interview him again, unfortunately. It was very disappointing. If you're listening to the Sunny Strait, sorry that that was our impression of you. Um, if you would like, you can come on our show and, and talk to us again. But ah, he's You can defend listening. yourself. <laughs> he's not, yeah. I know he's not listening, and that's fine. Most fans that's stop that... listening by this point. <laughs> Surprised you guys um, kept going. <laughs> 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 it just just cuts off at the end. Like, what happened? The end. Uh, yes. Please, no. please flip to side B of the tape. 
Where's side B? That sucks. I had a similar, like, run-in with Peter Mayhew, for those of you who are fans of Star Wars at one point. Like, uh-huh. he just was kind of a douche to somebody I was with. And I, I, I'm <laughs> guessing it was he wasn't feeling good or something like that, but it well, was... I think he's been ill for, like, a few years. Well, this is, like, eight years ago. That's uh, true. I, I mean, I can see that. I just... I was just like, eh, I don't care if I ever meet Peter Mayhew again. Sorry, <laughs> Peter Mayhew. He's Chewbacca, right? Yes, that is Chewbacca. Yeah, last last con we saw him at, he was in a wheelchair behind his booth. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. yeah he looked really, really sick. Bummer. So I have a similar story, except it's a different franchise. Um, but in my opinion, they're kind of the same thing. So Star Trek. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, you should have left that Shots out, Shots fired now. Tell your, tell your Star Trek story, but shots fired there. Just want to note that. <laughs> well, remember, J.J. Abrams is now doing Star Wars, and before that he did Star Trek, so mm, they kind of now are similar be- in the Abrahams uh, universe. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Go. Anyway. <laughs> so, I was really excited because I saw that George Takai was at Rhode Island Comic Con this past fall, and I noticed that there was no line... I was going to go up, see him, <laughs> then I was told, hey, no, they're charging, don't bother. Realizing after the fact that they were allowing people to just go up and meet him. So we had gone somewhere else, we had gone back, um, he was leaving, and I was kind of creepy and kind of followed him out the door, and I just said, excuse me, and whoever he was with, I've heard it might be his spouse, um, basically told me... Uh uh uh, you are not gonna talk to George Takai, and all I just wanted to hear him say was, "What was his phrase?" Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> what was his phrase? <laughs> oh my! This is, but I just from seeing him on TV, I figured, hey, he looks pretty chill. By the way, very short, and <laughs> I'm very short myself, only five foot three, and I just was thought it might be cool to see and meet this guy, but apparently nah, not. You got blocked. I you got, got hardcore I blocked. I got hardcore blocked and I was very disappointed. I, and you know what I think it was though? You were wearing a press badge. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I think I think they were I think they were thinking that you were running up paparazzo but on But you him. know what? I <laughs> The only person. I don't even look like I don't even look like a person like that. I have a very friendly face. That's what makes well, you so good at your job. Well, remember, Rhode Island Comic Con really wasn't press-friendly this past year. They were not yeah. at all. No. I'm pretty sure there were maybe ten of us in that except for place. Except for getting getting our badges. The the person, the liaison who helped us get our badges was very nice. Oh, yes. yeah. No, the people, the staff there are very nice. I'm meaning the celebrities and people who we wanted yeah. to interview were not. Though we yeah. were able to meet Richard Horvitz at that, at that time, and we just walked right up to him and basically gushed on him and he was so appreciative and happy that we were able to do that okay Richard Horvitz played Invader Zim Daggett from the Angry Beavers uh, which by the way was announced new Invader Zim comic book series coming out yeah I heard about that yes that did get announced I did also that same convention I met the designer of the puppets from a lot of uh, Jim Henson's film Sesame Street and I was the advisor for my high school's um, musical, which was Little Shop of Horrors, and I met the designer of the giant puppet, which yeah, was he really... Yeah, he brought the Audrey with him. Yeah, yeah like Audrey the Audrey him. too. And he, I told him my story. He was fantastic. Didn't yeah. even charge me, said, thank you for doing the show. That was a very positive that experience. Was. Yeah, and indeed. It was Let it you was sit great. in the plant. He let me sit in the plant, <laughs> yeah. let me get inside the plant, which was kind of awkward. Um, 
but it was great. He was a very nice person. Yeah. So that was a that was a positive. Cool. Hey, you know who I have a crush on? Kari Walgren. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Christine. I think we all do. Sorry. Yeah. Not even a little surprised. Yeah, but well, she does have a very pretty voice. Yeah, when yes. we met, the first time we met her, she came into the room, she said hi to everybody, and she saw our Wicked Anime t-shirts, and she was like, oh, I love those! Can I, like, do you have them? And we are like, no, we don't. Oh, man. Oh, and that Chris, was the broken foot day. Yes. Yeah, she and that had, was when, that was cast, when we had... Guys, like, a, like, thing yeah. on her foot. By the way, just so you know, sorry to sorry to cut you off, but she stood up and pointed at me when she yelled at me like that. <laughs> go ahead, Christian. Uh, go ahead, Victoria. <laughs> no, I just find it funny that you guys made Christine like well, you didn't make her, but she dashed around yeah, the convention to get the shirt. She was the only with her like broken or sprained foot, whatever it was, just like she did a great dashed. job. <laughs> She made it in time. It was amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was awful. I'd broken my foot the week before, and I still went to the convention in a walking boot. And I just remember I got a text <laughs> saying, hey, no, this, mind you, this is before we started dating. So yeah. obviously, you know, I must have had a crush or something. <laughs> anyway. Since high school. Since, <laughs> so I got a text saying, hey, can you please bring me a t-shirt? Kari Walgren wants a t-shirt of us. Please bring it. And, and her walking boot turned into a running boot. My, and I booked it from the third floor of the convention center. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Are down through <laughs> to the 16th to floor the Marriott, of the Marriott, which is again on like the other side of this. Oh building. my gosh! Complete yes. Let me just tell you that deserved icing after. <laughs> it did, and we're dating now. <laughs> Um, anyway. What more can you want? Thanks for the t-shirt. Okay, so we have... Wow. <laughs> so, okay, so Jonathan... Uh, Jonathan's favorite was uh, Kari Walgren. Uh, I would have to say I was able to meet Larry Kenny, voice of Thundercats. Uh, and that was a... <laughs> voice of Thundercats. Yeah. Voice of Lionel from Thundercats. Yeah. And that was a per- that was a particularly special uh, meeting for me because... Okay, first off, uh, when I went up to his booth, I was the only one there. He really doesn't have that big of a crowd anymore, as you can imagine. It's, it's kind of sad to watch. He's such a nice oh, guy. Oh, he's a, he is such a nice guy. And his wife is his, his, P- is his so PR manager. Nice. Um, and so when I went up to the table, he wasn't there. He was probably mm-hmm. out getting food or something like that. And I literally stood there by myself for 15 minutes waiting for Larry Kennedy to come back. Was that the day that... Never mind, sorry, go. It was that that moment when I saw him walking from the back of the aisle, you know, down. I was like, is that him walking towards me? Is that is that Larry Kenny? <laughs> Light beams were coming yeah. over his shoulders. And it, you know, it was like I could hear in the distance, like, a Thundercats, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so, uh, all right, Evan, thank you. <laughs> he sits down, and you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're Larry Kenny. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm pressed, so I, I, I would really like to spree- speak to you. And he's like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, I have a couple minutes. Like, let's sit down. And see. So he, I sat down. I asked him a few quick questions. I didn't want to bother him uh, at all. Uh, it just, I just didn't feel right for some reason. But I probably could have stayed there all day because there really wasn't that many people. Um, but I, I even, you know, did the whole thing. I paid a couple bucks to have him sign my wallet. And so my Thundercats wallet has Larry Kenny to Andrew. And I was like, yes! <laughs> so... It was it was just a really really good experience. He was a really nice guy, and his afterwards his wife was like, you know, we really appreciate fans like this, like the mm-hmm. fact that he gets to see people who can talk to him and really appreciate the work that he's done in the past. It just makes him so happy. He's almost one of the forgotten ones that needed to be. Yeah. A reminder. I have a similar story. If you don't mind me interjecting. No, I'm done. Okay. Your favorite. This is your favorite guest. So John did his favorite guest. I did my favorite guest. You do your favorite guest. Okay. So I don't know. Are any of you familiar with the '60s sitcom uh, F Troop? Yes. yes. Okay. So I grew up on that. I, my house is basically we live on TV land in Hallmark. <laughs> so I was so excited when I saw that two of the guests were James Hampton and Larry Storch, who played Agarn and Hobbs from the show. And I loved that show. I would stay up late on Saturday nights when I had no life watching that show. I will agree. Uh, even if you're a younger viewer, you know, still a good show. Or and a, I mean, a younger show. listener of the show, if you have to watch any kind of old TV, go find F Troop. It's hilarious. It's, it's really timeless comedy. It's good, clean, timeless comedy. And when I saw them, granted they're in their 80s and 90s, I was fangirling. And a little senile. And, okay, yes, it was very sad. Larry Storch was more with it, but James, uh, James Hampton was not, unfortunately. He had to have somebody else sign his name. Yeah, it was really name. sad. So, But they were wonderful, wonderful gentlemen. Uh, James Hampton played his bugle from the show. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Storch and James Hampton both signed my season one of F Troop. I could not have been happier. I was texting people, even people who didn't care. <laughs> that I had met two of these great actors and... That was definitely probably the highlight of that first con that I actually met somebody. And then last year I also met Christy Carlson Romano. Any even Stevens fans out yeah. there will know who she is. Also played. <laughs> also, Kim also was the voice. Also Kim Possible. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. And, Into the West. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, that those are just those are my highlights. I do have a creepy one, but I'll save that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sean, you next? Um, my favorite would probably be... Uh, is, is it a Power Ranger? Yeah, it is a Power Ranger. <laughs> it's uh, uh, the guy that played Billy the Blue Ranger. Um, oh, David Yost. David Yost, thank you. Sorry, I like just totally yeah. blanked on his name for some reason. Yeah, we met David Yost, too. Um, I met David Yost at the first convention that he had gone to in ever. A few years back when he went to Anime Festival Orlando. and Yes, AFO. Yeah, and uh, I was there with uh, my friend Travis, and I, I, I just, I need you guys to understand that, like, he was a hero of mine from, like, my childhood. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah, if anybody understands that, it's it's our fandom, okay. I, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he was the nerd, he was the, he was, like, he was on the show forever, you know, he was, uh, he was with him all the way through Power Rangers Zio, um... Or no, all the way through Turbo, excuse me. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, for the record, no other actor has done 
as many episodes as David Yost has. Not even da- Jason David Frank? Not even Jason David Frank. Because he's still yeah. on it. Uh, not currently. Well, not currently. He, he, he did was... do he did do uh, Megaforce. He did make that appearance as a Green Ranger on Megaforce. Right. Um, well, the, the, the big deal is uh, the guy, amazing guy. Um, yeah. He was one of my heroes. He ended up like opening up to the entire crowd while he was speaking. I finally got to meet him. It is the only time I have ever like lost my shit. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I was I was stuttering. I was super nervous. It was it's like it's one of those you want your heroes to be as big in life or like as big in life as they are in your head, and he absolutely was. And it was just That's the awesome. coolest thing ever. <laughs> uh, and that was yeah. my big thing was just man, it was just so cool to meet them. Um, I've run into a couple of other people. I met um, Nathan Fillion once. Uh, what? Oh my yeah, God. out in San Diego. <laughs> He's just kind of... He was just a really cool dude. Uh, let's see. He met Nathan Fillion. That's like my other big one. I almost ran into... Like, I damn near bowled over Hugh Jackman once, and that was it. <laughs> well, hang on now. What about the story... I think you've said it on the podcast before, but what about the time that um, Johnny Young Bosch sided with you in a fight? Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> God. So we were at this shitty little convention in Jacksonville, <laughs> and um, Johnny Young Bosch. This is such a good story. Yeah, Johnny Young Bosch was there with his band Eye Shine. Um, Travis and I were there working the booth. We were like, Travis and I's booth was maybe, God, like 10, 15 feet away from like this drunk golfer messing with a cosplayer. And a crowd started to form, so Travis and I, being larger gentlemen of, you know, a very assured nature, uh, walked over there and were trying to intervene ourselves. Well, as we went to go do it, I was doing what I do, which is Travis was going straight at them, and I was moving behind the guy, you know, so that way if the guy did anything, he'd only ever see Travis, and then I would literally just pick him up and throw him through something. (laughs) And as I was, <laughs> this is not the first time something like that would have happened. But um, <laughs> anyway, so like I go to like flank around to the right, and an old lady gets in my way. And I, I swear to God, I've never been more vexed by an old woman before in my life. <laughs> so I can't get like around her quickly. So as this whole thing goes down, Travis gets in this guy's face, and a guy puts his hand on Travis's back. Well, Travis thought it was me. I look over, it's Johnny Young Bosch backing up Travis in a fight. <laughs> I was like, I totally wanted to take credit for being for there for my boy, but like, you know. It's Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah, it's Johnny Young <laughs> Bosch. The Black Ranger went to go beat the shit out of a guy. <laughs> so He's a Power Ranger in real life. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he's a pretty cool dude. Johnny is. Um, I know Travis has had several interactions with him over the years. Uh, I, I That was my only ever... Well, that and I saw Eyeshine play, which was, eh, whatever. But <laughs> they're not really my jam. Uh, in fact, we were trying to listen to their their album on the way back, and we got, like, three songs in, and I had to switch it. I was like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I guess the fangirls like it, but, like, you're kind of whiny, Johnny. <laughs> so, anyway, that was that. Good story. Yeah, that I totally such a good forgot story. about that. Oh, that's like one of our. That's a really favorite story from Wicked Anime too. <laughs> but yeah, that was like the worst convention ever. 
Victoria, I think I already know your answer, but who's your favorite guest that I you met? I don't know what you think my answer is first. Uh, well, I know that you freaked out over Caitlin Glass. Oh, I did so much. It was 2012, <laughs> and I was so excited. <laughs> um, uh, there was also Monica Rial. That was actually, yes. honestly, it's those are my two. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, lo- I love yep, Monica Rial. I got to meet Rial. Caitlin Glass in 2012 and Monica Rial in 2014. And I'm actually staring at my Welsh girl that they signed. <laughs> I, oh my God. this. Oh, I remember that. I, like, I ran around that. and just was freaking out after I met them. The, uh, when, I met, when I met Caitlin, I cried. I'm not even going to lie. I straight up started crying. I was like, I adore you. I, I don't know what to say. Like, I was so just starstruck by her. And she was like, you were so sweet. And she was so nice to me. And she wrote much love on my poster. And oh my god, I just... She even geeked out over the wall scroll, too. Because neither of us had seen it before. I found it in the convention, and she was like, oh my god, this is adorable! <laughs> like, we both geeked out over it, and it was amazing. And Yeah, uh, Brina Palencia, yeah. She, uh, she did the same thing when I brought my Tama from Sergeant Frog in. Like, I brought a little plushie of Tama, uh, which is the frog that she plays in Sergeant Frog, and she signed his head, and she was just like, oh, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen! <laughs> I've experienced it. It's fun. It was really fun when I got to meet Monica Rial, too, because I went in, and like, they're all, usually they're just like, okay, no pictures, be really quick, like, have your thing ready. I go in there, yep. and she's like, oh, hi, and like, she's just all bubbly, really nice, and I mentioned that I love Renge's laugh, and she just sat there and did it, in like, the creepiest <laughs> look on her face, and I was like, oh my god, that's awesome, <laughs> and um, and then she's like, do you want to take a picture with me? And I was like, yes, what? <laughs> like, that's an option. <laughs> So, like, she just got up and was like, yeah, come here. And we took a picture, and I, it's it's on my phone still, and it's it made me so happy. <laughs> that kind of yeah. reminds me, that, that story kind of reminded me, I totally forgot that I, I've met Laura Bailey before. Laura Bailey is my favorite voice actress, like, ever, because I think she has the cutest voice ever, and I am 100% willing to fight Travis Willingham, <laughs> which is her husband. Good luck with so. that. <laughs> I'll do it! Evan, who was your favorite con guest? Oh, God, this is hard. Um, I figured that you would have the list. <laughs> Um, well, first and foremost, getting to meet Brina Palantia, I think that was one of the very few times where meeting a voice actress, I was nervous. <laughs> she was cool. She she was so sweet, because at the time, I was a really big fan of her work with um, Spice and Wolf, and especially uh, Tamama in Sergeant Frog. Yes, I, my favorite. And, you know, at the time, you know, I, w- I thought I was finally in a very comfortable position to ask her, ask questions and such. But I still, like, had those really stupid questions to ask Brina Palantia. <laughs> like, when it came to talk about Sergeant Frog, the question I asked her, and she kind of blushed when I said it, was, um, how does it feel to beat Seth MacFarlane at his own game? And she was like, wow, that's a, that, I've, I've never thought of something like that before. Um, I guess it now, feels what, great. <laughs> what, I forget what she did in order for you to ask that. Um, it was it was just a question about it was just asking first about I love you your role as Tamama Sergeant Frog I think is one of the funniest shows out there and I just say oh, yeah, yeah, how yeah. does it feel to beat Seth MacFarlane as okay because because yeah. with the dub they do a lot of that referential humor but they do it yeah. so much better in Sergeant Frog than they do in Family Guy it's not that hard it isn't hard <laughs> but but I feel like the jokes are better in Sergeant Frog than Family Guy oh absolutely oh absolutely but also bring in um, another person that she works very close with J. Michael Tatum was my very first voice actor interview and he oh, is one yeah. of the most 
coolest laid back guys to to uh, to really chat with, and and he also so no and if you get him right in a role that he really was very proud of, he truly geeks out about it. I can actually speak for that. Uh, th- this was before press stuff actually happened, and I stood in line for uh, for guests. Um, I I brought. I, when I went to meet J. Michael Tatum, I brought my Summer Wars DVD uh, blue and Blu-ray with me, and he legitimately freaked out over it. He said he was like, oh, I only had like an hour in the studio when we recorded this, but it's like one of my most favorite projects I've ever, ever worked on. And if I ever meet any people who don't know what anime is or meet them, I, I show this to them, and we all cry together. <laughs> um, and you, you also brought up another cool point, which was the, uh, the, the first guest you ever interviewed which for us that was Daryl Gilbo. Oh yeah. Uh, and Daryl Gilbo had the fun. It was this is the really cool story because the first guest that we ever got was Daryl Gilbo. Uh, we went through his uh, press liaison, uh, who was we asked him, "Can we do an interview?" She was like, "Yeah, let me see what he thinks." And uh, essentially, what she said was, "I went up to him and said." Two really tall guys with goatees want to want to talk to you, and he goes, "That sounds really scary." <laughs> so, so we met with him. Oh, I think he said. I think she said dressed in black too. Yeah. So, uh, sounds so, like you. Yeah. So after his panel, like they, they said, oh, he has he has this panel going on. Meet with him. Just walk up to him after his panel, which was the coolest thing ever, and and go interview him. And so we did. Uh, and we walked up to him, and he goes. Oh, you guys aren't that scary. <laughs> oh, boy, do I love Daryl Gobo. Like, seriously, genuinely one of the nicest guys I've ever met. We're Facebook friends with him on Facebook. He's just like, do you guys have Facebook? We're like, yeah, we do. He's like, here's my here's my business card. Go find me. Yeah. Ah, I love Daryl Gilbo. Yeah. I actually I actually wanted to bring him to Anime Boston. Like, you know, they have the guest uh, suggestion list. I suggest Daryl Gobo every year. Yeah, um, I'm actually Facebook friends too with J. Michael Tatum, and let me tell you, if you guys um, come to an, um, another anime convention, he's usually there, and he is super cool to chat with, and he runs probably one of the funniest panels I've ever seen. It's just J. Michael Tatum, WTF. He has stories about his life that uh, put Bob Saget to shame, but the difference <laughs> is he's funnier than yeah, Bob Saget. He, he's he's funny. He's funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like he could funny. totally do a stand-up special with all the stories that he has, and I think he would. It, it would be one of the funniest shows on ever made. That's yeah. pretty cool. We could always tell our uh, Brad Swale story again. Can I tell a short one before you? Yeah, go yeah, for go it. Right ahead. So go right ahead. I met two people at 2007 that I. I hate myself for not realizing who they were when I met them. Wow. Because at the time, that was I before didn't we even went. Anything. Yeah, that was before I think you guys started coming. Yep. And it was before I, like, really knew to look into the different voices and, like, realize who I was talking to. Right. I met Colleen Clinkenbeard and Todd Habergorn. They signed <laughs> my DVD for Holic because at the time it would just come out and they were like, hey, we'll sign the DVDs for you. And, like... I'm like, okay, cool. And I walked away, and I re- to this day, I hate myself. <laughs> walking oh, away. That's such a sad like, story. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> the two of them are, like, half of my favorite characters. All, oh, my God. I, I, oh, I would hope that they come back so I can be like, hi, I met you once, and I screwed up so bad, but hello. <laughs> like, just but, yeah, yeah no, Todd I ha- that DVD, and I hate it. I'm like, oh, my God, how can I be so stupid? 
Todd's one of the guys I really want to meet. I think he's like on the top of my voice actor list. He's so nice because I remember yeah. meeting them both, but like, just it was just like a quick second. They were really, really nice, and like Colleen does everything, yeah. and everything that I adore, she pretty much is in. So, I, I, I hate myself for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, there was one year, the first year we ever went to Anime Boston. We, our, our friend Ryan, uh, the plan was, it was his birthday, so we were going to celebrate his birthday. Oh, yeah, surprise party. Yep, they were setting up the surprise party in the hotel room, and our distra- Andrew and I were the distractions, and we were going to get an autograph signed uh, for Brad Swale, who was just like Yagami in uh, Death, Note. Death Note that year. Yep. Um, so his line was fairly long, and we waited in line for three and a half hours for him. And now that is probably the best keep-away distraction for a surprise party (laughs) ever because things were definitely set up on time. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. I kept texting, where are you guys? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and we said we're about one-third of the way through the line. You guys had James too, I think, didn't you? No, James was sat in the front of the line. He waited in line. He kept getting kicked out, but he kept going back to the front of the line. With his Gundam poster. Yeah, with his Gundam poster. He had a Gundam poster about half the size of him. Yeah, he, he got he got it in, in like a half hour, um, and he did really well. But we waited in line for three and a half hours, and we never saw Brad Swell that night. Um, there were about <laughs> ten people left in line. They cut uh, the line off right at Andrew, who was in front of me and Ryan. Um, and so we never got to meet him, but we got overflow passes. He was so super cool about it. When he was signing stuff, there was one point where he left the autograph room and apologized to every single person in line um, for, for taking so long. And then uh, somebody was like, Brad, can I, he was in the back of the line, Brad, can I take a picture of you real quick? He got into like this super pose and pointed at the camera. <laughs> like he didn't just stand there and smile. He just like... He got down on it on on the ground and he pointed at him like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure pose, and and they took a picture of him and then he went back to signing autographs. It was wonderful. Bradswell was a really good guy. Oh, and the benefit of it was afterwards we got an overflow session where those ten people who stood in line got to hang out with him for an entire extra hour. So it was worth it. Does anybody have any stories that? Um are kind of weird or like not just like this is the best story ever but like either awkward or just plain old weird I'm really awkward I do um, there was you a time to... when the guy who was the manager of Mick Foley said it couldn't interview him oh my gosh I were, we were there for that Mick Foley that was quite the unique case yeah, I really didn't know what was going on there, but essentially, essentially, two hot girls walked over and took up all of his time, and they jumped the line. Yeah, because and they I could only girls. talk to him for like thirty seconds, and it was kind of a bit of a disappointment. Very much. Which con was uh, this? That, that, that was Rhode Island Comic Con. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the year we you... got nothing done. Yeah, right. <laughs> I agree. Um, Except Street right. Fighter. That's right. Street Fighter was awesome. Uh, you go first, Christine. Then we'll do Victoria. Okay, so. This was also a Rhode Island Comic Con story. I think it was the first year that we had gone. And we had gone, I had gone to a panel um, about Back to the Future. And James, oh gosh, James Tolkien uh, was, he played Miss, uh, Mr. Strickland, who was the principal, and the bald guy who was out to get Marty McFly's character throughout the series, basically. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for verifying. And. <laughs> And I had I just gone up and I talked to him and was saying, oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the franchise. You know, I didn't really have anything else to do, so I figured I'd talk to him. And he was like, sure, you want to take a picture with me? And he was the one that wanted to take the picture. 
And I was like, sure. But before I knew it, he went and grabbed me around the waist, pulled me towards him, and put his face against mine and said, smile. (laughs) And I was like, holy crap, what is happening to me? He took a girl selfie with you. He totally took a girl selfie with me, except he made Hannah take a photo. (laughs) Besties! Unfiltered hashtag. Anyways, he was a very nice gentleman, a little creepy. Could have been older than my grandparents. Uh, needless to say, I do have a photo with James Tolkien. If anyone would like any proof. That's really funny. Uh, go ahead, Victoria. Um, it was actually when we met Brina. And that was the first time I'd actually gone and met a voice actor or actress. And I was with you two at the time. And oh, I, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yep, you're right. You had, Andrew had on that, like, shirt that responds to sound, and I remember because I had no idea what to say, so the second that Brina mentioned your shirt, <laughs> I jumped in saying, yeah, you should have seen it outside. <laughs> the only thing I could talk about when meeting her was you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good wingman right yeah. there. <laughs> I had no idea what else to say. I got so nervous. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't. <laughs> Brina hasn't forgotten it either. <laughs> You're the shirt girl, right? Oh, <laughs> I wonder if Kari Walgren says the same thing. Well, she has one of our shirts. So. Yeah, Kari Walgren does have oh, one. I can't find my shirt. What? Sorry, it got lost in the move. I think my my one of my favorite things, I didn't get to directly meet him, but... You guys made him say really nice things about me. <laughs> <laughs> we did We did get the ultimate fangirl message for Victoria oh, from Vic Mignogna. I cried. <laughs> yeah, I you can see that video. You can see that video in the description. We, we, I'll, I'll link it. It includes my reaction, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just uh, you screaming for 30 minutes? <laughs> okay, no. For, at first they told me I had to watch it. And before they came home from the convention... I wrote on their Facebook, you better bring me something, like, get me something She was, like, legitimately, like, we wrote mean things to us. I was angry because I didn't think you guys, like, you didn't acknowledge anything until way after, and I was like, I swear to God, if they met my favorite person ever and ignored me. I was, I was, I was yelling at Christine, like, help me, I'm so mad if they wrote doing, I was. And then I wasn't, I was mad that I wasn't even invited, and we were both mad together. (laughs) It was really fun. (laughs) <laughs> but, um, and then the guys recorded me watching the video, and the whole time, like, oh, I hate you. I hate you so much. I can't, uh, like, I hated how, like, you guys got to talk to him, and I didn't, and I was like, oh, I hate you. And then the video goes to where Andrew asked him to say, I love you, Victoria, and I, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> if you ever want to see Victoria's cry face, watch that video. <laughs> I'm mostly covering my face because I was freaking out. <laughs> it was so funny. I watch I saw- it once in a while, I'm not going to lie. Do you really? <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, unfortunately, I know we probably have a bunch more stories because we've talked to a lot of guests in the past. It's quite amazing. If you have any questions about guests that we may or may not have met and guests that uh, maybe you want to suggest that we try to meet, uh, you can you can email us at the end. Um, but as of right now, we are going to go right into our, uh, one of our favorite segments, which is sentimental anime. Tell us what we learned from this episode. Piano. I uh, need to cue that piano. I know. Wait, you want to say something? I did, but it's not convention related. Oh. It doesn't really stop met, us. Okay, <laughs> I met Henry Winkler when I was in a movie, and he's really, really nice. And for those who don't know, I am a humongous Scooby-Doo fan. I've watched everything Scooby-Doo, and he was a writer on the original series. I didn't think anybody <laughs> else the knew 70s. that. In the 70s. 
What? I'm a huge Scooby Doo fan. Oh my god, are you really? <laughs> I really am. Zoic Scooby! Looks like we're gonna have to do a Scooby Doo homework episode. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I have like, I have stuff on VHS, I have like plushies, I have my old comforter from when I was like, even up until I was 12 with Scooby Doo. <laughs> I have a giant Scooby Doo like, pillow. I'm not kidding you. I'm a huge like, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Sentimental Anime is the segment where we ta- go around round table and say what we learned from this episode. Somebody else likes Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so, the music uh, isn't playing yet, Christine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do uh, it in post. <laughs> Let's see. I, I, ha- I really actually have no idea what I'm going to say for this episode, so, so somebody else start first. <laughs> Christine, you got yours. I just lost my stitch. Um, so during this episode, I was so happy to find out that somebody else shares my love for the Scooby-Doo franchise. Everyone else, including these weird twins over here, think I'm weird for liking that franchise. No, I so, don't. I've never I love Hanna Barbera. I love Hanna Barbera. Are you joking? Anyways, <laughs> that is my sentimental. Can I redo it? Is that no. It's done. We do everything in one take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like Tokyo Eye. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, shoot. I, I had one earlier, but I forget. I learned that somebody on the show always has to be arcebic and sarcastic. <laughs> so you might as well fill that role. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you learn anything from what we talked about, not just what we do on this show? <laughs> Didn't anybody learn something this episode? I don't learn anything. <laughs> I learned that I'm probably known as the t-shirt girl, Debrina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. I learned I don't like I this don't music. I don't know what I learned here. <laughs> I learned that if people don't start saying something, we're never going to end this segment. Hey, it's you three left. I learned nothing. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Dylan. I like that you <laughs> said that when the music stopped. <laughs> oh, I also learned nothing from this episode. I got nothing. Con month is coming, guys. <laughs> we're just gearing up for for Anime Boston. We still have panels to finish and stuff. You should get on you guys that. get the panels? No, that's I. I'm actually uh, the hardcore anime panel is like so close to being done. Well, no, are they uh, approved? Yeah, uh, actually, here's the best thing. Uh, here's a really cool story. Um, so, uh, you know how Anime Boston makes panels in three different rounds. There's first, there's the waitlist round where uh, they essentially put all the uh, panels together that for the industry guests, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then comes the second round where they start approving the higher rated panels. And then third round is when they fill in all the empty spaces with all the leftover panels. Well, Jonathan and I's hardcore anime panel apparently has made some status because we got in in the first round with the industry guests. Nice. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So we were we were approved right away, like literally the day that they said uh, that they sent out the waitlisted forms. Uh, we went from an hour later just said you've gone from waitlisted to schedule pending. Yeah, Christina. So, um, we're- Christina, don't let Christine. this go to their head. Um, excuse me. Get my name right and then I'll answer. Oh, did I say it wrong? Christine. Christine, I'm sorry. Christine! Christine! Alright, yes, I know. I try to tell them. I even told them after their panel last year. I'm like, you know, your jokes didn't fly. 
<laughs> I'm like, you needed to work on those jokes. I didn't even laugh. Yeah, well, look who's approved first now. <laughs> they, they need somebody you in their life panel. all times to go, that was terrible, do it again. <laughs> Say that again. I'm sorry, I missed that. Well, I'm a teacher. That's kind of my job. Oh, right That's up. true. That's true. We went to college where everything we turned in was was told that it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> We're artists. That's, well, that's what, how it works. You guys what about do that the second panel? What? What about the second panel? The second panel is still on the wait list, okay. but we are but we are awaiting with our fingers crossed that my waifu is not weird will be the new panel that we are going to premiere this oh, wait. year. What is totally this panel and, um, about? And we're is also hoping for um, it's um, my waifu's not weird is literally the scientific basis behind why people fall in love with fictional characters, like uh, why anime fans have even such an idea as a waifu or husbando. Why the brain thinks? Um, I've been reading. I've been reading psychology studies on love for the past six months. And who sent them to you? And Christine sent them to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's it's actually like a really informative, really funny, very fan based panel. Like you know, lots of people come in and share their thoughts. But we're gonna give you all the information first, and with a hilarious PowerPoint. So. By the way, I believe Victoria and myself will also be on that panel. That's correct. Yeah. Are we so are we listed to be on the panel? Yeah. Yeah, you cool. guys are listed in the Yeah, you guys are on the registration form. Cool. One of these years I'm going to have to actually make it up there for Anime Boston. Well, that's cool cuz I could take two vacations a year. I could do that one and then Gen Con, so. Hmm. Nice. Cool. Um maybe Sean uh the Nerdy Show is talking about ShadowCon in Tampa. Uh, and w- and that's in November. We might be going to ShadowCon. Word, we totally need to get together for that. Uh, so, guys, time for some fan service. Uh, we got a message on Facebook from our wicked fan Robert, who jokingly messaged about watching an anime called Waifu. If you remember last episode, I told you that my phone correct autocorrects Wakfu to Waifu, which are both not real words. <laughs> so this was kind of the thing. And but he said. But wouldn't be honest, man? Wouldn't you watch an anime called Waifu? The answer is yes. I would. I would watch an anime called Waifu. As a matter of fact, that is going to be the ki- first Kickstarter project of Wicked Anime, which is creating our own American anime called Waifu. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Wicked Fan Keto, and uh, Keto shared with us. Uh, I got this update from Kickstarter, but he also shared it with us from the Reddit link. Uh, the new image that the Studio Trigger guy sent out for Little Witch Academia 2. Right. Uh, it's like the promo art for it. Yeah, and, and all the Kickstarter updaters got it. Yeah, the um, the magical... What is it called? The Phantom Fair? The uh, the Enchanted Parade. The Enchanted Parade. Yeah, that's right. So, um, he also sent us a reminder message, because apparently on one of the older episodes, or an episode that we just did, we started talking about Burst Angel. Uh, I remember why, too, because we were talking about Kite and uh, Mezzoforte and stuff. Uh, and he reminded me that the deal is still on the table, that if he mails us a copy of Burst Angel, we mail him our copy of High School of the Dead, but but after we're done watching Burst Angel, we have to burn it, <laughs> which, would, which would make a fantastic video, you know, a review of Burst Angel, and then at the end, just a pit fire, like I was burning the deal. Like a Viking funeral. That's what you used to do. Blow That's right. Yeah, 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 we'd be professionals. Um, <laughs> but he would have to burn High School of the Dead as well. That's for sure. But I have a few more jokes that I need to make about High School of the Dead. Was it bad? I, I hate the anime. I love the manga. I love the manga for High School of the Dead. The anime is not good. Uh, so if you're gonna do High School of the Dead, read the manga. Only. So, okay. I'm uh, hearing skip High School of the Dead. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Next up is Wicked Fan Aethor. Uh, he messaged us about the Valentine's Day Humble Bundle, which was really... Obviously, you can't get the Humble Bundle now, but uh, during the time, it was really cool uh, because uh, you're all familiar with Humble Bundle, right? Yes. yes. Where you get pay, pay what you want for a bundle of games. Well, this Humble Bundle had... Uh, visual novels. Yeah, they gave, gave you like eight visual novels and for like one, a dollar. Yeah, and one of one of which was Go Go Nippon. Uh, you know, the one that I did the review on for Manga Gamer. Uh, and so he, he was able to talk to me about Go Go Nippon. He was like, oh, now that you did the review, I finally get to play it. You know, I only paid a dollar for it because it's a Humble Bundle thing. Really cool stuff. I'm really glad that uh, uh, even a little bit of inspiration from my review got into that. Uh, next up is from Wicked Fan Kyle. Uh, Kyle sent us a 3D animation video short of Evangelion. Did you guys see this uh, from the same... Uh, I don't even think I got to see it. It's it's from the same animation expo that uh, did uh, Power Plant 33, Me, Me, Me. Oh, oh so it's on um, it's on uh, Japan uh, Animator Expo. Yes. Okay, so it's on a website. Yes, uh, and, it's, and it's an Evangelion short that gives us hope that there can, in fact, be a live-action Evangelion movie. I want to see this. This thing is so fantastic. It looks beautiful. And then he also sent us a message in response to our last episode saying that Toradora is a good anime for couples. And I agree. I love Toradora. Uh, I hated Golden Time, but I love Toradora. Did yeah, you say like, Tor- Golden Time was like the annoying romantic couple that you just want to punch in the face? Yeah, so like the entire. Basically, it's a show about that couple that you hate that is always like, I love you. No, I, I you love you. No, I'm not that. I'm not looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's All one right. thing I'm super proud of that I don't act like. Uh, and then uh, we have, uh, uh, from our Gmail, uh, Strider emailed us on Gmail, and he asked us, why don't you guys like Code Geass? You know, we were talking about mecha anime that last episode with Dylan, and uh, he says that, oh, he also, before we answer that, he also says he prefers realism Mecha, so he couldn't get into things like Gurren Lagann. He prefers things like Gundam that is like strategy. Well, okay, so that's that's uh, first off for me. I prefer ones like like Gundam first. Um, secondly, I don't like Lelouch. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, that's I, kind of yeah, why Lelouch. I like Lelouch. Yeah, yeah, see, I, I, I just I didn't like Lelouch as a main character, but I also didn't really I couldn't get into any of the other characters either. Um, it's just a preference thing. It, I'm not, you know, me saying I don't like it doesn't mean you're wrong that this is a bad anime. Yeah, no, clearly we're on the we're on the other yeah. side, like the the losing side of this argument. Yeah, because a lot of people like Code Geass. I just didn't, you know. Uh, Brought to you by Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, yeah, we just I just did, had no interest in. I, we watched it when it came out on Adult Swim uh, when it first started, or Toonami. I forget which one. Whenever it started premiering is when we started watching it. And uh, and it just was not something I wanted to continue watching. Is all. Sorry, uh, but thanks, Strider. That was a that was a good question. I love it when we get those kinds of interactive questions. And finally, this isn't really from anybody specific, but I posted a new video uh, very very recently on Tokyo Eye. <laughs> Link in the description. Yeah, and I watched it. I watched yes. it for once. Did you guys like it? Yeah, I thought you guys did a great job with it. Yeah, that one. Actually I know you've been talking really about good. this video for months, and now that you finally released it. Um, well, if you guys happen to read the comment section of that video, like within the first three hours of me posting it, I got three or four or five comments that say, "You guys aren't dead. This is exciting." It was like w- w- everybody thought we were dead. A dead channel. <laughs> 
Like, what the heck? It, we were gone for four months, and to do, like, our seasonal break, like, we, this is technically, technically, a quote, air quotes, a new season of Book and Anime. Yeah. But well, thank you for stroking our egos, YouTube. Yeah, but everybody was like, oh, you guys, uh, I thought you guys died. And, uh, which is kind of weird, because it kind of brought up a point that made me think, you know, our audio listeners and our video listeners are two completely different audiences. And there's, and somehow we gotta merge those. Which is right? why I came up with the idea of doing the live YouTube shows. Yes, and uh, and we will be looking into that, just not when we have such a huge cast with us, because right. it's going to bog down our internet like crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, no, guys, uh, if any of our YouTube listeners are uh, are listening to our podcast now, no, we are not a dead channel. We release this podcast every other week. Uh, we have things going on on Facebook and Twitter. You can talk to us whenever you want. Wicked Anime is a very alive show. It's just that the videos take a very long time because we work full time. Uh, but we do have a bunch of episodes in the works, and we're very excited. We have a bunch of scripts written. We're going to record them. We're going to do them. I have two hours every morning just to work on Wicked Anime, and it's going to be great. And that's it. I'm going to do like two weeks until you burn out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So it is time to let's, – let's do some shameless plugging. How about that? All right, guys. If you guys want to join in on the conversation, maybe you want to join in on anything else that we talked about – Email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com backslash wickedanime, where we have updates on everything Wicked Anime, funny news stories that we find from across the web, anything like that. Now that it's con month, we're going to be talking about Anime Boston a lot. Keep an eye out for our panels. Next up, we have our Twitter. You can tweet at us, at YoWickedAnime, which is super fun. I love Twitter. It's we have the craziest conversations on Twitter. You can also find us at Tumblr, wickedanime.tumblr.com, where we tumble tumble things. Uh, usually very funny, not very informative, uh, but <laughs> it's usually a mix of whatever Peter Payne posts and Monster Hunter stuff. That's usually what you find on our Tumblr. Uh, and then, of course, you can find us at youtube.com backslash wickedanimereviews, where we have all of our great video world where we are not dead. <laughs> we have just come back with a vengeance with this wonderful new art. Uh, and then Patting I'm, yourself on the back there. <laughs> Good job, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, Homeschool high five. Yeah. And of course, you can find us at nerdyshow.com if you're not listening to the podcast at nerdyshow.com backslash wicked anime where you can also find our videos. Uh, you can find, if you're not listening to the podcast, bleh, on soundcloud.com backslash wicked anime or iTunes where you can rate and subscribe. That is everything. Uh, Evan, how about you plug your uh, your site? Huh? Do you want me to do the whole thing? Be quick. <laughs> All right. So for the recent news, reviews, podcasts, episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, song requests, if you're in a band want to be featured on the show, or if you have any questions for our friend Salva Sensei, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com and on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade and facebook.com slash of Ash, for all your gaming and geek stuff, go to egmnow.com slash electric sisterhood. And don't forget about the other shows under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, the Issues Program, and Geek Aggro. Ain't nobody shameless plugs like you, Evan. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, way more professional than everybody else's. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody else's. Everybody else's Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> All the other Andrews. Yeah. Micro Rushies, Micro Rushies, Micro Rushies from Gnoop. 
All right, everybody. So, thank you guys for joining us for episode 59 of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We have two more uh, Con Month episodes coming out for you. Yeah, I believe next one we're going to be rehashing the Con Survival Guide. Hopefully yeah. we'll have some good stuff going on. I love on talking about Con Survival Guides because we have the stupidest stuff to talk about from, from conventions. <laughs> I might be All at right. PAX East when you do that episode, so I might not have to, might not be around to do that one. No, it's fine. Uh-oh. But we'll try. Yeah, we'll... You, you'll call us. We won't call you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. But, but either way, uh, join us next time for the Wicked Anime Podcast. It's time for us to sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye! bye. I just wanted some reference, that's yeah. all. Yep, that's fine. Who is, um, who is that? What? Who is that voice? Sean. That's Sean. Hi, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> they showed me a picture of you yesterday, because I didn't. I thought you were somebody completely different. She thought you were black. <laughs> that's glitch. No, I, no, it, not, not, not glitch, just you sound like a black person. <laughs> How do I so, I'm like the whitest guy you know. Well, I realized that after I saw your photo. <laughs> You don't know me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. Uh, no, it's cool. I'm 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 a big big white guy. I, I figured that after I saw your photo. Yeah. We, we showed we showed her tough mutter photos. Yeah, and it was like that is Sean. And then it's, oh, is it the one where I'm carrying Daniel? No, it's <laughs> the one where you're bear crawling through the live wires. Oh, that one hurt like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. But uh. But yeah, that's uh, that's me. Oh, this is I, gonna be I a good things. episode. I'm the one in the Facebook photo. <laughs> I, yeah, I've seen. I was like, oh, we got a girlfriend. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Wicked. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show to find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships you can subscribe to the wicked anime podcast via itunes and soundcloud leave a comment like and share and follow nerdy show and wicked anime on all your favorite social networks for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com if it's geeky we've got it covered Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 